this is really good. Yeah. Yeah. If you're American or even Canadian or Tasmanian and um, you're really into smoky scotch, you got to find yourself a bottle oh, of this. Is, I mean, you know, but the thing is, if you're not really into scotch, it's different enough to where I would you say still this might is, like it. This is, yeah, this is very worth the risk of trying. Oh, absolutely. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, <laughs> but you probably should. And this is a very special episode because A, we're in the same room. B, and that was, I mean, that should be given because I started laughing because Cole's making a strange face. Uh, <laughs> My chair was making noise. Oh, is that okay? It was the chair, sure. <laughs> um, a, we're in the same room. B, uh, this is kind of a one-off episode where we're just kind of getting a little bank here uh, for, you know, if one of us are out, which is probably likely me in this month. Tonsils, um, man. <laughs> and... So hey, we're together, looking around, and see. Oh, we're drinking. We're drinking back to back episodes. So we've just recorded a one off episode, so we're yeah. we're feeling a little happy. So yeah, I you mean, poured a lot for me last there's round. A, there's a yeah. And, well, and to be honest, my I replaced my batteries on my mic mm-hmm. yesterday, and um, I'm not going to say the name of the brand, but they failed. They failed us because it like died. So we had to get the last part of it. Yeah. And it was going a little bit long. I started to lose the buzz. So I poured myself a little bit more too. <laughs> got to so, keep the buzz. Got to keep the buzz. Well, that's what, <laughs> it's hard. So the hard thing, like sometimes when you, you're drinking is once you've had a drink and you kind of lose that little buzz, it's harder to get back to where eh, you kind of feel like I'm done. The re-entry buzz. The re-entry. Oh, yeah. did you just coin something? Yeah. The Welcome re-entry to, buzz. We, we got a uh, bus driver dropped that cube and the re-entry buzz. The re-entry mm-hmm. buzz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, this is our yeah second consecutive episode within an hour here, so it might get a little off the rails. I don't know. We'll see. I have a good feeling about this episode. <laughs> it may be the best or the worst one. We yeah, exactly. But anyway, so yeah, anyways, a little different for us recording. Uh, before we get started, though, I do want to just mention, share us. Share us with a yeah. friend. You know, maybe, uh, you know, just tell them about us. <laughs> That's a great... I, we always talk about ways on Instagram, but yeah, just spread the word about us. Yeah. yeah. If you're into us, yeah. Sure. And I think one kind of fun thing, you know, like um, before I was on the show, I would always, um, if I had a bottle that Cole and Adam had done, I would be like, hey, listen to this. This is something I got on the shelf. Um, we'll have this this weekend. Yeah. Or maybe even like there was a couple, one other time where I listened to it with a friend and we we're like just having and kind of talking. So share us. You know, yeah. don't, don't keep us to yourself. Don't be share so your whiskey stingy. Too. Ooh, invite a friend over. With the whiskey we're going to have that week, the next week, or whatever we mm-hmm. choose to put. And then say, hey, let's drink this together while we drink with Cole and Robbie. Mm-hmm. And then while you're listening, you can go, what the heck are these two idiots talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't taste peaches. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of the business. Yeah. Was that business? That's business. That's business. Anyway, let's get into the podcast. Cole, what's your favorite number? Uh, 1,024. Is it really? Yeah. Why is it well, no. It, so there's, there's. It's my favorite number because that's two to the tenth. Um, but also a number that I see randomly a lot. Mm-hmm. That's not your average number. Is eleven twenty seven. Why do you see? Man, I just see it a lot. That was just supposed to be a stupid no answer question. Well, but- you asked a math guy that question, <laughs> so I don't know. What's your favorite number? Well, hold on. Let's go back here yeah, a second. Okay. Okay. So two to the tenth. What's the significance of two to the tenth? I just like two to the tenth. One thousand twenty fourth. Four digit number that is uh, pretty significant in terms of uh, just a binary, basically. Cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> now you and know. 1,127? Uh, no, no, 1,127 is the random number. I see more than I should probably. Why? And then one th- I just randomly see it. Random places. Like, like 1,127. What's that? Just you, you're dropping some more than just cubes you're dropping some acid and yeah you're just, like, and i just, just see that number everywhere it it's like over. uh it's like those movies like pie where the guy like basically gives him i won't give away the ending to that movie but it's a great movie artsy and mathy um but the guy goes crazy because of a number he keeps seeing artsy and mathy that should be like oh no why didn't this go why isn't this like the biggest blockbuster yeah, ever exactly. Welcome Come to pie. pie, artsy and mathy, and also, like there's lines around the block. Yeah. Also, it it was very artsy. That's for sure. Um, great ending, if you know how to take a joke. Um, but uh, yeah, I see it all the time. That's it's right. like weird, and I think it's uh, the confirmation bias in a yeah. way of like I. But a big number like eleven twenty seven, you don't see often. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then one thousand twenty four, yeah, two to the tenth, yeah. Is, gotcha. Uh, I've always liked that number. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, you got a favorite number? You're like, <laughs> I was thinking three, Cole, but... <laughs> yeah. um, favorite number, I think, is probably four or 44. Okay. So, uh, you're into the fours. Just, it was like my... 44 was my number in high school. Nice. For basketball. I thought it was 33. Well, that's just on that one. Yeah. It was 33. Aren't you proud of me for remembering you these You saw things? that. Yeah. So, so, my mom, for my daughter's... For Mara's birthday, uh-huh. gave her... Uh, what is it? A, a, pin, a pin, like a like, like a, a pin on pin thing. yourself on. It's like a like an election button, pin or something. Button, 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 pin button, pin yeah. button, pin button. Yeah, Golly, that, that makes more sense. That yeah. last episode's catching up. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was from like my middle school. She found it in a desk drawer where I'm like yeah. holding a basketball in my arm and flexing at the same time. And I was uh-huh. number thirty three. In high school, it changed because someone else had thirty three. No, eighth grade. That was my seventh grade year because in eighth oh, really? grade, Stephen Macaboba took thirty three because. We were on the same team. And I bet it was a Stephen with a V. That's what I... No, PH. Okay, he's got some class. Stephen. 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 You ever see that, that meme that's like... With the uh, dog with the overbite? Yeah, yeah, with yeah, the overbite. Yeah, so Stephen. Stephen. Um, anyway, so that changed. So that's my favorite number. Listeners, what are your favorite numbers? Welcome to the Numbers <laughs> Podcast. Welcome to the worst so, intro we've ever done. <laughs> no, it's not the worst. Oh man! T- Here's a number for you. Uh-huh. Number two, because this is crap. <laughs> no, oh man. So, um, I don't know. You seen any good movies lately? Um, you know, we don't watch a lot of movies. This is my Same. wife. My wife is gonna be embarrassed that I say this because she. Anyway, we typically put the girls down, and we'll play video games at night. So uh-huh. we play with her uncle and yeah, uh, Papa G, his son-in-law. Yeah, pa- we play with Papa G and his son-in-law Chris. Um, so we don't watch a lot of movies together. Um, but when I work out, like I'll throw a movie on every nice. once in a while. And I actually, Amar and I have watched kind of did the whole Marvel trilogy. Nice. Um, and uh, I, right now we're on the last one in chronological order, which is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. And like Spider, that one and the last Spider-Man are pretty good. Have you seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? No, but uh, I'm not a big animated. Anime. Yeah. This is really, really good. good. Okay. Yeah. It's good story. Good story. Great soundtrack. Nice. Um, it does. It's just. It's got some depth to it. Oh, cool! It's really. We might have to watch that with Amara tomorrow during yeah. if we don't record to watch it. Anyway, yeah. that's a fun one. So, but anyway, um, last movie I started watching. I started watching that Midway. Have you seen uh, that one? The uh, it's uh, uh, the World War Two. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like has has Woody Harrelson in it, and it's got that a, guy. It's got a guy that looks like Cillian Murphy, who I was like, that's Love Cillian Murphy, Murphy yeah. but it's not him. Oh, okay. But it looks like him. Yeah. He's anyway, a stud, yeah, man. it's just the just 
kind of goes through the Battle of Midway, which uh, it's interesting. Did he play an American, Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson is uh, Nimitz. So he's Admiral Captain Nimitz or whatever. Yeah, so... Is it good? Yeah, no, I've been enjoying it. So that, I've cool. been like that a lot. I like a lot of war movies. I was actually thinking, like, as as I as you were explaining that you sometimes watch movies while you work out. I'm like, he probably watches like Platoon and stuff like that, like I war movies. Watch, I did watch. I like well, Platoon's hard for me to get through because I remember yeah. watching that with my dad, and he was like, "Oh, for sure." There's a bunch of bullshit. Was your dad a veteran? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, wow, so, cool. Yeah, man. so he was very critical of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, "That's not I mean, this glorifying. They're not right." So he had, okay. he had some grumbles about that one. So um, I started watching it, and it just reminded me of my dad getting mad. So I was like, "I'll just, like, I'll just skip yeah. this one." No, I, I love war history. I think mm-hmm. one of my favorite wars, like to read about or watch, is uh, the Korean War because, like, really, oh, cool. I think the Korean War kind of gets glossed over. My uh, grandfather was a not a veteran, but he was a dentist. He went out to Korea to be a dentist for the war. Oh wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of forgotten because you have World War Two and everybody like mm-hmm. there's tons of World War Two history and stuff like that. And then the Korean War happens, but then like you get into this modern era with the Vietnam War, where yeah. it kind of got more focus of just media and things like that. So it kind of gets close. But the Korean War is fascinating. Stuff. I have no knowledge besides the fact that my grandfather was a dentist. Like, do you even know who we fought in the Korean War? No idea. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It gets glossed over. Yeah. Like, and how much? I like, thought it was Koreans. <laughs> well, there is Koreans. And okay. There's also a lot of Chinese. Oh wow. Like, it's like, and then it takes. There's a lot of like horrible weather conditions because it it's is in, glossed in over. The Himalayas. And yeah. I mean, there's, it's a very fast. The area. Himalayas. Yeah. Right. That's the that's south of China. Is it Korea's northeast of China? Okay, so I don't even know, and I think I do. It's probably something. Anyway, yeah. I, that's what I picture in my head. That's anyway, super cool, A lot cool, of mountainous fighting, and like, oh, it's crazy, though. It's just, Did Hannibal cover the mountains with an elephant? No, it's terrible. <laughs> probably shouldn't joke about anyway, these things. So I, yeah, anyway, so I, I love war movies and stuff like that. So Midway's no, been cool. pretty good, yeah. What about is you? there any movies about Korean War? I'm sure there is. Yeah, there's got to be. I don't know. Now I just got to watch a documentary on it. I, but one of my favorite books, a good book that mm-hmm. I read about it was... Uh, Give me one more day, or give me something like that. But it's like the uh, veteran Korean Korean War veterans yeah. like, memoir over yeah. the war. So it was really good. That's cool. I like yeah, that. it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And even when I'm like, people don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so, it's kind of obscure it's a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What about you? Any good movies lately? Yeah. Um, I saw one recently that I actually I've seen a few recently that I've really loved, uh, and that's rare for me. I in college I hung out with a buddy that was very critical of movies and i learned from him of like okay i enjoyed that about this movie i didn't enjoy this about this movie and very almost too critical Mm -hmm. like sometimes i can't enjoy a movie because i'm too critical of it um and uh i watched one recently and the only one i'm thinking of i've seen a few but the one that i really enjoyed was uh jojo rabbit uh it's a world war ii uh that's good it's like it's like a drama comedy dramedy dramedy um, I thought it was so no, well comma. done. A comma. It's a dramedy because yeah. comma doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, okay. But um, I thought it was really well done. Commometa. It was. It covered um, things like you know, like like Nazism and and. Um, oh, is that the one where it's with the kid? kid who, yeah, yeah. And I it is see that. hilarious in the best ways, and it is serious in the best ways. And oh, I thought yeah. it was super well done. Um, really brought light to the situation in a really good way yeah so that's awesome um yeah and and we're only talking about silly things like movies on this episode because we don't want to go into too recent um but life history which, uh-huh 
things right now are interesting and yeah, what's in the going news. on. Because <laughs> we don't know what's going on. Yeah. But check that news out, the guys. The news, yeah. How about the weather? It is yeah. definitely weathering. It's been, been crazy. What? Yeah. No, yeah. but... uh. So you're very different than me because I... Uh-huh. I am so... There's a podcast called... Uh-huh. I can't remember what it's called. Stuff You Should Know. No, 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 no. Imaginary Worlds or something okay. like that. And his tagline for the introduction is uh-huh. um, why we... Things that we like that we're able to like suspend our disbelief in. And okay. I am so good at suspending my disbelief in something like... I hate watching movies where people are like, that's unrealistic. Okay. That would never happen. Ugh, I my, appreciate that. So, because... And I... But the other thing is I really hate watching movies with people mm-hmm. because I want to be in my own world with it, yeah. you know? So, like, I can even take, like, the worst movie and be like, okay, I can, it's a movie. Yeah. I can, like, forget about it. So. I, I was talking to a friend. His name was Marty. And he said that used to be in movies that we wouldn't question everything. We'd kind of just be like, okay, I guess that's how it is in this movie. Yeah. And things like things like uh, a really good example is Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think it was over-described and over, um, like, uh, like, Inception, like you really have to assume things for the yeah. movie Inception. You have to assume that like the dream state is is manipulable and uh, or whatever the word I'm looking for is and um, malleable. Malle, yeah, let's go with malleable. Malleable. Manipulable. That's the word. Okay, that's totally it. <laughs> that's like drinking it. Um, speaking of which, uh, Robbie's starting early <laughs> on the uh, oh, on the to, drinking. I started to lose. The, I'm losing the buzz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got a re-entry buzz. Or what was I, it? Re-entry what? I think it was a re- get the the buzz re-entry or something. Buzz re-entry, yeah. I yeah, I started losing my buzz and Cole's talking and he's like, he's like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. I, um, I take another little nip just so I don't... No, yeah. Don't want to get into the next one. Gotta, gotta get the re-entry. And so, um, yeah, like one of the... like, And so people think like with Inception, it's not um, great because there's so many assumptions but if you just get by that idea like this is reality in this movie then you can enjoy it more mm-hmm. and he brought up a really great point of like no one used to question these things but nowadays everything everyone's like well you can't really manipulate someone's dream and you're like duh like obviously but like in this movie you can that movie's fake news it's probably like the whole fake news yeah thing. i mean it's good to, it's good to People do your crazy, research man. but that's why yeah. i like i don't like watching movies like my least favorite thing is walking mm. in a movie and someone goes, so what'd you think? I'm like, don't ask me what I think. I want to like still be, I like, churn you on just it. took yeah. me back out of it. Cause now yeah. I'm getting like, I, I don't appreciate that either. Now that I think about it, okay, people okay. ask me that after I'm like, don't ask me yet. I still got a churn yeah. because for example, I was watching and we won't talk too long on movies, but, um, I was watching once upon a time in Hollywood mm-hmm. and during the movie, I hated it mm-hmm. the whole time, the whole movie okay. hated it. And then afterwards, I was like, you know, that wasn't that bad in a movie. It was actually a really good movie. And it was just weird how like churning and thinking Mm -hmm. and and processing it uh, really helped me. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. What's funny because Inception, I disliked Inception. Really? Because I felt like, and and this is what I've said about whiskeys. Some some scotches Mm. are too smoky just to be smoky. For sure. I felt like Inception was too uh, uh, heady to be. I got you. They they were trying to be too like. A little contrived. Yeah. You know? Like, like just trying too hard to be like, mm-hmm. this is going to blow. Yeah. You know? And so I didn't like it at first. And then uh, I had a coworker, uh, Becky Bub. She was a sub, okay. but now she's a teacher. So she used oh, to be Bub the her. sub. Anyway. Uh, or she, yeah. Anyway, she's an awesome gal. But anyway, she, we were talking about movies one day. And she's like, Inception's like my all-time favorite. And it's like, a great movie. I'll watch it again through that lens. And yeah. I, I enjoyed it. The 
more recently. You so. know what I didn't like, though? Because of Inception, I hated Interstellar. Oh. Because I thought it was too, like, quote, love is the answer, unquote. Um, and I didn't oh, like that. I like the, the science is of love it. love not the answer, Cole? It's never the answer. Everyone hates people. <laughs> no. I mean, you are the so problem the with this yeah, world. You're the, you're the virus. I loved Interstellar. Oh, yeah, that was, the, but I was expecting. That's what Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah, I was expecting it to be an inception, and it wasn't. There was too much lubby-dubby, not lubby-dubby, there was too much uh, affection throughout the movie of, like, oh, father-daughter and stuff Whoa, like that. maybe we're on our way back to being a more manly podcast. Yeah, exactly. We're bringing it back, guys. We're, oh, man. You wait you put it in your mouth, you it gets thicker. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Back to, no, you wait. You wait till one day you have a daughter. Oh, yeah. And you're going to love it. Oh, that's totally going to happen, too. Because I, there's. I would straight go whiskey serial killer <laughs> if someone, for my daughter's sake. Yeah, yeah. You wronged my daughter. I like, yeah. Oh, you know what movie I watched? Uh-huh. That surprisingly I really enjoyed? Yeah. Rambo Last Blood. With the recent one. It's the most recent one, and I'm pretty sure it's the last one. I'll tell you what. Yeah, go on. So I'll, I'll explain later. Yeah. Rambo's in general are yeah. out there, Especially the later Rambo's are yeah. really out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I was a kid, it was very realistic, like shooting down... Uh, Russian helicopter with a explosive tipped arrow, yeah, yeah. like very realistic. Now, like anyway, this Ram- Rambo Last Blood, I kind of enjoyed. Uh-huh. I got sentimental over like even the credits. It played like scenes from every Rambo movie. Oh wow! I was like, <laughs> You're like I Rambo. John Rambo. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, it's got a it's got a goddaughter. Yeah. Like I got gotcha. taken. Uh huh. Have you you've seen the the Rocky series? Yeah. So I don't don't get too hard on me. I've never seen the Rocky series, but I did see Rocky Balboa, which I believe was Rocky Five theoretically. Okay. Uh, if I'm wrong, it's six. Um, I actually really liked it. It came out in like 2008 or something with, like uh, that. With uh, what's his name? He's like the younger guy. Like it's not the guy that's married to Mariah Carey. Uh, it's like Apollo Creed's son. No, that was the one after. That was Creed. Okay. I'm talking about like 10 plus years ago. There was a Rocky Balboa. And I heard Creed was great, actually. Okay. Um, but I'm talking about the, like the basically Rocky Five that came out way after its time of this, this sequence of series of these movies. So um, I think that uh, it was great. And so like going back to... Sylvester Stallone movies. There you go. I don't know why we're going so deep. In, it's Man, hard to stop. We were supposed to stop. Yeah. yeah. Like, sorry, we put it. I mean, yeah. This fast, is not a movie podcast, fast, everyone. Fast forward to this whiskey. This is a very time. special episode. Yeah. Fast forward to whiskey times. Yeah. The whiskey's catching up. Yeah. So, time. so you're about to re-entry buzz. I got my re-entry buzz coming. It's back. I'm ready. Okay. Good. I'm good. So maybe that's a good time to. Yeah. So let's let's get into the episode before talking about Sylvester Stallone anymore. Uh, we'll send it to break and then we will um, talk about. We didn't even mention what whiskey we're drinking <laughs> today. We were drinking actually very. Um, I won't go into the, the level that. I might or might not love this whiskey, um, but uh, it is called Whiskey Del Bach, and it's their Dorado release. Um, that's the distillery slash company, basically. So um, we'll send it to break now, and we will talk about history. Here we go. Right, we're back. Chill filtered. 
Um, I Before we get into the history, I wanted to talk a really quick shout out to my friend Stephanie. Stephanie, big shout out. Thank you for gifting this bottle to me for my birthday. I really appreciate that. And uh, so we're excited to do this one for that reason. So, um, so this is our first Del Bach product. And that's D-E-L space B-A-C. Uh, and I also believe this is our first Arizona whiskey uh, on the podcast. And I live in Arizona, so uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, there's not too much info on this distillery uh, as it is a somewhat new micro distillery, but I feel like I added a lot of good um, history to this one so, or a lot of stuff to talk about. So um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was Hamilton Distillers, which is the company basically that that sells um, Delbach. And it was started by a guy named Stephen Paul, and that's Stephen with a PH. Um, and in 2006, Ooh, in Tucson, Arizona. Nice callback there. Yeah, yeah, bringing it back, you know. <laughs> uh, Stephen. Uh, Stephen Paul owned a boutique <laughs> uh, furniture shop since the 1980s, mid-1980s. And that's boutique with Q-U. Yeah, exactly. Q. Yeah, without a PH. Um, he worked apparently with a lot of mesquite wood in his furniture shop uh, because his furniture incorporated a lot of like local wood. Wait a minute. He's got a boutique mesquite? That's close. Never that's, mind. I mean, no, that's too far I think off. your, your re-entry. Um, I, I get my re-entry buzzes. I'm in the back. <laughs> yeah, you're going to exit entry or re-exit. I don't know. Um, the story is that he was mesquite barbecuing one day, which is pretty big in like Texas and you know places like Arizona. Uh, he was using mesquite to barbecue and he was drinking scotch. And particularly, it was a peated scotch. And he thought to himself... What if instead of using peat to malt barley, you use mesquite wood instead? Uh, and so it seemed that that's where the dream began. And he set out to make a single malt whiskey representative of the American Southwest and the Sonoran Desert. Um, I spelled desert wrong on my notes. I spelled it as dessert. <laughs> the Sonoran Desert. There's an extra S. Yeah. Because you always want more. Yeah, exactly. Well, I always, you know, here's how I do it. Um, check it out. Check this out. You're going to oh, love this. Man. So we started with numbers. Now we're getting into spelling. What is desserts spelled backwards? Stressed. Stressed. Yeah. Yep. So now, you know, if you're stressed, you can eat desserts and stick around for the next five minutes. Five <laughs> minutes. We're going to do our geography lesson. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what, what once started as a five gallon copper pot, you know, uh, put together was, uh, Copper pot still, uh, you know, set up, turned into a 500 gallon distillery where they, uh, with their own malt house for the barley process. So, to remind everyone how traditional Scotch peating works, you soak the um, grain or the barley grain for a little, then you let the grain start to like grow, and that's called malting, as if you were growing it to like farm it, basically. And then you cut off the growth process by heating and drying out the malting grain. Uh, but in Scotland, they do this in two ways or potentially a combination of the two, uh, with peat moss or with charcoal. And then they mill and mash the grain, uh, which uh, pick up the characteristics of the smoke from the heating process. And charcoal has a cleaner smoke, so you don't typically get the smell of charcoal or anything like that. And they use it to ferment and distill. Here with uh, Whiskey Del Bach, they do all things or do all of those things, but instead of peat or charcoal, they actually use mesquite wood, which is pretty cool to me, which is like a brilliant idea. 
I don't know if our listeners remember, but we tried something somewhat related to this. I don't remember what episode number it was, but not too similar. And this was the Wild Turkey Long Branch, the Matthew McConaughey whiskey. All right, all right, all right. Nice call back to Interstellar. (laughs) It all comes back together. Um, But they didn't smoke the grain, uh, which was bourbon for the Long Branch. They didn't smoke the grain, but it was also bourbon. And they uh, mesquite charcoal filtered and slash mellowed oh, okay. the, the stuff. So it was pretty different in a lot of ways. And that was actually one of my least favorite whiskeys. I think it was the least uh, scored whiskey I've ever given on the podcast because it tasted like a gym rag to me. Uh, but this process is a very different process. So I wouldn't even expect this to be very similar. Uh, they did bottling events uh, where you could basically sign up to bottle uh, like a, a huge batch of bottles mm-hmm. And you get paid with one bottle of whiskey at the end of it. So you don't get paid in money. You get paid in one bottle. That sounds good to me. Yeah. And I've known a few micro distilleries that have done this. Uh, For example, Stranahan's did this. And I believe, uh, I might be wrong. Um, There was a place in Wisconsin. Oh, why am I forgetting the name? Forgetting a lot today. Um, (laughs) Second podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But uh, they are growing, uh, very much growing, and have three bottling uh, like types so far. There's the Old Pueblo. I'm sorry, four. Uh, There's Old Pueblo, the Dorado, the Classic, and the Distiller's Cut. Now, the Classic, uh, based on their website, seems to be not mesquite smoked. Uh, Just just seems to be malted barley, typically with uh, the other type of drying out. And the Pueblo, um, the old Pueblo, is unaged but smoked uh, in terms of the uh, the malt. And then the three besides the distiller's cut are all 90 proof. The distiller's cut is a cask strength special release bottle mm. with a few different batches so far. I've actually had one. It was very good. Uh, they incorporate different methods of blending and finishing in like casks like Madeira and such like that. Uh, and then there's what we're drinking today, the Whiskey Del Bach Dorado. It is 90 proof and mesquite smoked, 100% malted barley mash. I Did I mention that everything is done in-house? Uh, the bottle says on their label, never sourced, never chill filtered. Hey, that's the name of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> it's like anti-R podcast. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's not the name of the podcaster. <laughs> that's never the name of the podcast. Um but you're definitely making everything, they're definitely making everything on their own under their own roof. Uh, it is aged, but what kind of barrel and how long it is barreled is undisclosed. But there is some depth of color to this um, whiskey for sure. Uh, the bottles used to look a little bit flatter, um, almost like a uh, uh, Jack Daniels uh, Gentleman's Jack type bottle, like a flat kind of shield looking bottle. Uh, but now they're round and, you know, your typical almost scotchy type barrel or bottle rather. Uh, and they used to be all signed by Stephen Paul himself, the distiller. Uh, but you did I didn't see that on the round bottle I have now. So I imagine they're getting so big that he can't sign every bottle anymore, which is mm. great. Uh, total wine price <laughs> is great. Yeah, they're they're getting okay. bigger. It's great yeah. they're getting big. Yeah. It's not great that he doesn't have the man yeah. dexterity. Or he's uh, he's getting old, thing. man. Stephen Paul. <laughs> Stephen Paul. Thing. Yeah. Um, total wine price forty four ninety nine. Let's pop this. We don't have a cork pop today. Robbie is going to uh, use the uh, what is it called? The sample bottle uh, that I brought. Uh-oh. Oh, you just pop that. No, no oh, don't turn yeah. it. Yeah, you just. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. Okay. I can't. Oh, there we go. All right. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, what we're drinking today is an American single malt. And so, so that's the thing. If you want to make something like a scotch in America, you just call it a single malt. You can make everything the same. You can even use peat if you wanted to. In this case, it's pretty close. Um, but they um, make sure we keep some for the uh, water, the ice pour. Yes. Yeah. We're about Ooh. half the bottle there. Okay, cool. Yeah, the rest you can throw in there. Yeah. Um, I. The, uh, this isn't the Ooh. first time I've smelled it, but oh. I was super impressed when I sipped this or smelled this the first time. It is. I mean, you can definitely smell the mesquite. It's, yeah. it's very, I mean, like. But it's not like overpowering. No, it's, I mean, it's yeah. very uh, peaty. Yeah. Like that smokiness is there, but it's not your peat smell. It it's, smells like an Isla Scotch, but like sweeter and oh, somewhat man, American. That might, they, that's yeah. an awesome nose. That might be one of the favorite noses I've had in a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's really good. And it's it's sweet, like, um, like not cherry sweet. I was thinking there's, cherry. Okay, cherry, yeah. I can, get, I can get cherry. Like There's something very fruity sweet schnoz. about it. Schnozberries. Oh, Ooh. do they smell like schnozberries? Schnozberries smell like schnozberries. Yeah. Um, no, but that's awesome. It's got, I mean, yeah. the mesquite is definitely there. So. Yeah. But in the, like, I don't expect this to taste like Texas brisket. No, you know what I mean? No. Like, I mean, and, and so those are who are out there thinking like, should I buy this bottle? It's not Texas brisket smell. It's like, it is somewhat like peat, but cleaner in my opinion. I don't know what, uh, Robbie just took a sip. So, oh man, that is good. Mm-hmm. No wonder you can't keep up with signing it. That is really good. Yeah. It's uh, oh, just got a l- little bit of bitterness towards the end, but not much. And yeah. like, man, I don't even know how to. It's uh awesome mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. It's there's very. What was the percentage on this again? This is ninety proof. Okay, so not surprising, but it's yeah. uh but it's really just like a mellow burn. Yeah, not even burn, just a mellow warming kind yeah. of goes across mm-hmm. the palate. Um, very subtle and light. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. uh, it's not as dense as like a Isla Scotch. This is it reminds me a little bit more of like an Irish almost. Yeah, yeah. where it's really it's crisp, it's clean. light, and they clean. use a copper pot still, okay. which can change that. Yeah. yeah, and but but it definitely has the scotchy smokiness mm-hmm. to it. But it's definitely different. Yeah, it's, I mean so, it does in a little way on the on the palate. It has a tiny bit of that barbecue smoke, but not in a meaty way. Oh my god! Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Really I was so good. blown away. And how much is this a bottle again? Forty five bucks. Oh, that's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Easily worth that. Yeah. This is um. So let's see what is it on the twenty first July twenty first mm-hmm. the episode we talked about uh the whiskey world Johnny's drum. Uh no 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 the twenty twenty first it was uh oh you're right um Lestau. what was that Lestau? yeah uh, red breast Lestau, Lestau, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but we read the whiskey world news we talked about states having yeah. more of their own. Arizona stamp could do on this. it, dude. Like this could be mesquite smoked uh, barley. Be, yeah. If this became a standard, I would be buying Arizona whiskey yeah. like crazy. Imagine how good this would taste with uh, barbecue, like brisket. Oh, yeah, this, this would could, nail it. Oh my gosh, this is your perfect like yeah. smoked meat. Yeah. Oh, for whiskey sure. Right here, it's so good. Um, I'm really impressed. I'm gonna take another drink, see if I can get some notes. Yeah. So you do that. I'm. I'm probably gonna drop a drop soon. Um. But, um, yeah, this is, uh, really impressive for a micro distillery, especially to use barley, um, as an American single malt going for that style. Uh, Steve and Paul, you nailed it. Oh my gosh. 
you i mean like that idea seems like a crazy idea to to, it seems kind of gimmicky too yeah it does oh it does but they nailed it nailed it and and i would be so and i've said this probably five times on the podcast try it with corn steven i would be so like blown away i would i want to drive down to tucson now and say, will you try this with corn? Just, just try it. Just give me a barrel. I'll even chip in a little bit for it. You know, <laughs> uh, I'll get you the the corn to malt. Um, that's probably a lot of money, though. Nah, 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 maybe. Nah, okay, I would, I would honestly throw down like five hundred dollars to say if you make this and you give me a few bottles off of it and you take off of it, maybe I'll get a percent of the of the return from. <laughs> Cole, sign your bottle too. Yeah, I'll sign your bottle. Um, honestly, I want to meet this guy. And it's yeah. cool that he's, you know, in this semi-small distillery compared to others. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take a sip with the water. So we've um, also had a lot more luck, too, with, you know, kind of smaller distilleries actually. Yeah, reaching back out. Reaching back out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got when we figure this out, we'll have to uh, do that for sure. So. Yeah. Well, we might have to do a follow-up on the, um, what is it, the Distiller's Cut episode yeah. or something like that. So, I mean, really, is super mesquite Yeah. And... But in, in a time. very pleasant way. Oh, in an amazing way. Because yeah. mesquite's not my favorite to no. smoke with. I much prefer applewood or yeah. um, uh, hickory. But I'm really, this one, I mean, yeah. I am digging this for sure. Oh, Cole st- dropped a cube on the floor. Yeah. He dropped it on the floor. Um, and no, why is I'm not getting, it's definitely a mesquite, but it's like mm-hmm. a sweet, yeah. So um, nose-wise on the water. I don't like what it, the water did to the nose at all because the nose was so awesome neat wise. Mm-hmm. It really kind of killed what was really great about it for me. Really good finish actually with the water. Yeah, uh, I think that's the best part about it. I don't think it's better or worse than the neat pour, um, but the finish is great. Um, I'm getting a little bit more like, ooh, it kind of had a little spice to it. Almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man, like maybe like, I am like proud of my state for this whiskey. This is uh, maybe like a... I don't know if it's just because I'm thinking scotch, but like uh-huh. a little bit of pear maybe on the no, water. No, I can I can see that. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. especially with the barley. Barley brings out pear a lot. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Especially so, with a good copper pot still. You know, and it should be said, it's a, it is, I mean, it's a, it's not light. It's not a light whiskey. No, no, it's, it's kinda, a little it's bodied. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little bit of ambery mm-hmm. maybe to it or something like that. Yeah. Um, Man. Dude, cheers. Yeah, seriously. This is so good. So I'm going to take a sniff with the ice now. Ooh, super sweet. Almost the peat, or not the peat, the mesquite oh, goes away. Yeah. Um, but it's it reminds me, yeah, a little bit of that pear, a little bit of that um, that barley kind of typical scotchy, mm-hmm. highland scotchy almost. I'm not getting so much smoke on the water or the ice pour. <laughs> Bam, 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 dan, dan, yeah. Dan, oh, I dan. see that. I see what you did there. Yeah, I saw what you did there. And yeah. I play riffed off you. Smoke on the ice. Speaking board. of riff, everyone knows how to play it. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely a lot sweeter with the ice. Um, definitely a lot sweeter. But this mesquite and the mesquite's muted there a little bit. Cole's making a not so great. No, face. it was a good. It face. was a good face. Oh man, it was an interesting. Face. Okay, ice does not ruin it. Uh, ice. Uh, hmm. extends it a little bit sweeter longer it's more complex yeah for sure there's a lot more going on with i ice. have nothing bad to say about this pour it made it colder yeah i did notice that too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um 
wow, yeah, the ice really brought out some complexity. Mm-hmm. Because before it was really just, it was kind of like, it's peated, maybe some pear. Mm-hmm. It's definitely mesquite. Not yeah. peated, mesquited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. that. It's yeah. mesquited. Um, and that's kind of what I was getting. But with ice, there's a lot going on. I got to go for my second here. Mm-hmm. I am blown away. Normally, seems like a gimmick to do such a thing. But I've always recommended that people try smoking and malting other things besides barley, which it wasn't the case in this situation. But um, they tried to malt differently barley than they normally did. Um, and it's a success. And I, I'm not saying that because it was gifted to me. I'm not saying that because it's from Arizona. I am really, this is the He's biggest hub of what? Because if this is a hub of what? This is a straight up hub of what? It really is. I think you're saying it because I hacked your dreams, yeah. which is now a reality. No. Manipulated my dreams. This is, no, this is definitely a hub of what? Yeah. This is I the mean, definition of hub of Cole sent me this yeah. picture, uh, you know, a couple days ago and he was like, this is what I got. And. Mm-hmm. Um, I re- my ex I have like very low bar expectations. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Yeah, yeah. If you're American or even Canadian or Tasmanian, and um, you're really into um sp- smoky scotch, you gotta find yourself a bottle oh, of this. this is, I mean, you know, but the thing is, if you're not really into scotch. It's different enough to where I would you say still this might is, like it. This is, yeah, this is very worth the risk of trying. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would be very interested. How much interested. was this bottle again? 40? 45 bucks. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I, would, I would pay 60 for it. I agree, actually. I mean, maybe That's even a, a little really bit more. Good point. It's, I mean, this is really good. This is one of the first episodes where we're like, I, I could see this going for higher and I'd pay for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it kind of falls in line with, we've had some, we've had some disappointing yeah. pours Within the last the time of recording, it's been yeah. about a month or so. We had a couple at this point. Yeah, but this nails it. Yeah. This is, hits it out of the park. Yeah, seriously. Oh man, I'm very impressed. Yeah, you got a rating in mind? I do. Oh, see, here's the problem. I we're we're gonna transition to whiskey world news here soon. Yeah, but I really want to finish this right I now. I know, but wait. we only have wait. we've poured it all out. Oh, yeah, yeah, the bottle's gone. Yeah, might as well bring some of that Johnny Drum back in the mix. Yeah. Re-buzz. You know, re-entry buzz. Re-entry buzz? What's a re- re-entry buzz here? Not yet. I want to let yeah, this you simmer. Save that, yeah. So. Anyway, rating-wise, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to break a nine on this. Not too high, but I'm going to give it a 9.05. Uh, okay, we're This close. is so hubba to what that I am so impressed with this. Mm-hmm. And it, is it better than like Ardbeg Korvrecken? And I don't know what I gave Ardbeg Korvrecken. I don't so know if it's better. it might be rating-wise. It yeah. might not. You know? Yeah. I don't know. if. Yeah. But I think this is comparable, to be honest, with Ardbeg Corvric. Very sweet, smoky in a great way, um, and well-balanced. So, yeah, I'm going to put it at 9.05. Yeah. Not, not exactly 9.1 yet, but, yeah, getting close. We're close because I was, I was right at 9.1. Nice. Nice. Excuse me. Oh, um, mm. This, it, mm. it's just, I think for me, one of the things is, you know, We've drank, drank it a lot of yeah. whiskey. Good test. So to get a hub of what where you're kind of surprised by something, mm-hmm. it's it's worth it. It just kind of keeps that like, ooh, if this is good, what else yeah. are they doing? You know, so uh-huh. this is definitely something where I'm like, I would gladly, I see this distillery on the shelf. I'm grabbing yeah. whatever they got because they nailed this. And yeah. if they can nail this, they're they're probably getting a lot of the stuff right. So this yeah. is so good. I love it. It's definitely, it's definitely scotchy. Mm-hmm different yeah so in a great way great talking points on it this would be so good with brisket 
Like, Seriously. so good. Oh, I wish you would have been able to bring the bottle. Oh, oh. that would have been so good. I wish you could find it here in Idaho. Probably not. Yeah, it's mostly I'll, I've I'll, only I'll seen I'll search it. for it, but yeah, I doubt it. it. You could probably ask your local liquor store, hey, can you get this for me? It's state controlled here, so I don't know. And if it's tricky. They, like, I remember Woodenville two years ago. Mm-hmm. I just got into that because I love the rye. And I was like, can you get into that? I'm like, nope. Yeah. Don't have it in the in the main. Yeah. What not, it, yeah, you don't see it, we don't get don't it. Have it in the warehouse. So yeah. yeah. So I um hope I can reach out to um Delbach or Whiskey Delbach um well, since when we release this and just be like, Hey, I just want to let you guys know well, even, that you are killing it. Even if you can get a little more insight. I mean yeah. no, we weren't this was kind of a spur of the moment, like, okay, well let's what do we have? Let's record because we're gonna mm-hmm. stockpile here a little bit. But I mean if we can get in touch with them, I'd Oh yeah. And yeah. maybe we can get some help with finding a distiller's cut or, or even the other two. Yeah. That'd so, be awesome. Whiskey Delbach, when you listen to this episode, we are legitimately, sincerely impressed. My, my mind is blown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, as you might not know, hubba to what means exactly how it sounds. This is like the Sylvester Stallone of whiskeys. <laughs> Comes back smooth. Now, speaking of which, I got another 20-minute sidebar <laughs> yeah, exactly. on Sylvester Stallone. Anyway, no, this is awesome. So, listeners, if you can yeah. find this, get it, snatch it up For right sure. away. Um, if you're a Patreon member, I don't know if Cole's willing to part with something. I would it. be. Actually, I should uh, do we that. We would send full, some of this full, out because uh, this is going to be harder to find. Full but. couriered uh, fleet of uh, this this pour. Oh, man. You know. it's so I'm going to buy more when I run out. That's how good this oh, is. Buy more before you run out. Yeah. Because, you know, when we release this, all of our dozens of listeners are going to be snatching. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, I hope so they good. do. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, okay. Let's, we probably should stop there going to our next segment. It's uh, the oldest running segment on the show. It's titled <laughs> Whiskey World News. <laughs> so this is part of the show where we read an article and uh, talk about it. Anyway, uh, this one comes from pastemagazine.com and it's titled yet another five whiskeys we're revisiting during quarantine written by jim Vorrell, came out july 16th 2020 uh paste readers which i wasn't but now i might be i don't now know you are seem to appreciate our repeated dives back into our liquor collection as we've been reevaluating whiskeys during quarantine so we're at it again here are some more bottles i've been digging out from the back of the liquor cabinet to see how they're faring if you're anything like me, you're probably thinking, thanking your lucky stars or DD of choice right now for the fact that you were already maintaining a very well-stocked home bar before the world descended into its current apocalyptic state. Because if there's one thing you want to make sure you're, you have on hand during the new societal age of social distancing is toilet paper, but it doesn't hurt to have some whiskey either. I think we're kind of past that whole toilet paper thing, right? Yeah, that's like a trope right yeah. now. Yeah. Anyway. Um, with that thought in mind, during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, I've been returning to the back shelves of my liquor cabinet with more regularity, resampling some of the various bottles of whiskeys I haven't necessarily been thinking about recently. It's been a good opportunity to revisit some old classics and bottles I'd forgotten about, while possibly finishing off some of those pesky bottles that have been hanging on their last two ounces for a year or more. I'm bad at that. I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I always hang on. Yeah. Uh, here are the five interesting bottles of whiskey that he's been revisiting. I've been revisiting. I, meaning him, been revisiting uh, during quarantine. If your state's liquor store, stores are still in operation, consider picking up some quarantine whiskey for yourself. So a couple of the bottles he's been going through, and I'll just go through the bottles. I'll kind of be done reading it here. Okay. But uh, Baker Single Barrel Bourbon. Okay. Um, Glendronic All, Allardyce. 18, 18 year. year. Yeah, yeah, so good. Cool go, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Clyde May's original Alabama style whiskey. And then his other one is Heaven's Door Rye Whiskey. And George wow. Remus Repeal Reserve 4. So that's what he's been revisiting from the back of his liquor. Oh, man. Cole's don't, getting the yawns. Don't. Cole's getting yawny on me. Yeah, we've drank it a lot today. We drank, drank it. We drank it a good amount. <laughs> we drank it at a healthy amount. No, yeah. probably not healthy. No, it's healthy. All right. Yeah. I'm on board with your medical yeah, recommendation. You anyway, Cole, any, any thoughts right there? Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, I don't want to ruin any future part of this episode, but... um. I think that it's real. Like when you're in quarantine, you drink different things or you re mm-hmm. um, enjoy certain things that um, call your name a little more. Like it, it's a hundred percent real that you're like, not just drinking your average stuff when you're in quarantine. Robbie just drank his last pour and he's like, Ooh, I oh, can't believe so I'm done. Good. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's great. Oh. Yeah. So I think that's real. I don't think there's too much more to talk about it. Like, but I think those options are pretty good. They, um, you know, I, I'm a huge Glendronic fan, huge, and uh, so I agree with that one. That one's a really good one to to go back. Although I don't agree with it in terms of because I have Glendronic 21 at home, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've touched it since quarantine. Yeah, uh, so that's not my jam when it comes to quarantine. Uh, but I agree, there's such a thing as quarantine yeah. revisiting whiskey. So yeah, yeah. So we're. Idaho's at a point where I have a feeling we're probably going to go back into like super restrictive yeah. stuff just because we're starting to get a lot more cases in school years. I don't know. Anyway, um, but we've kind of had about a month and a half where everything's kind of been open. Um, that being said, liquor stores stayed open here, so I was able to go every so often, but I didn't always feel comfortable going out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely kind of went and, and kind of finished things off. I think, um, gosh, what my rear breed went real fast. Yeah. I you know re- I went through that re- uh, went through that quickly and then after that, um, gosh oh man I can't even think. Oh I you know I didn't really so much revisit bottles as I opened up bottles I was trying not to open. Uh-huh. So actually I did finish off like a bottle of uh, what's the bottle of the bond McKenna I finished yeah, off yeah. A lot of my mm-hmm. my McKenna which I was finished it I finished it which uh, I wasn't really wanting to but yeah. yeah once you said like I don't have my bottle of McKenna anyway I'm like oh, I'll find another bottle eventually yeah um they finished that one off and I opened up like my uh, a bottle of Four Roses single single nice. barrel which isn't easy necessarily easy to get but I was kind of like I'll save it you know because mm-hmm. one of those bottles where like you can kind of gift it to somebody on a special yeah. occasion or whatever uh-huh. so that's where I was with the whole nice thing. but I think it's true I think like you kind of look at stuff a little bit different like well. Don't really feel like run out, or maybe you're not able to run out because mm-hmm. you're where your state's at, but yeah, or your country. Yeah. Except for I'm pretty sure every country besides us is finally starting to reopen pretty well in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to Arizona and I, Idaho way. Yeah, I think I think things are starting to get, hopefully getting real for people. Yeah, like, okay, let's just it calm sucks. it down. Yeah, we want to have nice things. Yeah, yeah. So man, That's Cole looks point. like he's Cole looks like he's about to fall asleep. Hey. So Cole Cole's movie, Cole takes like. So we put our girls down for a nap yeah. and then like, I'll go work out or I'll clean up or do something. And Cole's like, I'm going to go take my 15 minute nap. And yeah. Cole skipped his 15 minute nap today. No, I don't need it. Although I have been napping a lot lately. Yeah. So we better, we better hurry up and transition to our last segment here of what whiskey would you choose? And because this is pre-recorded, I don't know what whiskey you chose last week, but thanks for choosing a whiskey. Yeah, thanks for choosing. Um, so anyway, this week's scenario, we're going to kind of pull from our article here. Is there a bottle that you have been... Um, you know, pulling out from the back of the cabinet lately or something, what's been really hitting you lately that we are like, ah, oh, I'm revisiting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, because I could buy other stuff, I didn't necessarily drink this. Um, so I think, I'm, I guess we kind of already talked about it, but uh, mine would be uh, probably the McKenna. Okay. Yeah. I haven't really been, have, I don't have it right now, but I'm like, yeah. I definitely would kind of pull that, pull that back. It was one yeah. I kind of kept on the back. Actually, no, I'm going to scratch that. Uh, the Telemore Dew Cider Cast, which nice. we haven't done. I, I, the only reason there's a little bit left on that is because I know we're going to do it on the show, and I got to save some for the show. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of been pulling that one out a little bit more lately. It's been on the shelf for a long time, but yeah. I, I've been enjoying that. So yeah. Telemore Dew Cider Cast, cool. Mm-hmm. What about you? What uh, what one are you ready to revisit, dude? You ready? Cole's ready? No, to fall no, asleep. you said no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> no, but I think Get when that we man a pillow and a blanket, and he's yeah, God, stat, um, yeah, for 15 straight minutes. Um, with, I feel like when we phrase this on Instagram, we have to phrase it perfectly. Like what whiskey fits this scenario okay. best, as opposed to what whiskey would you choose between these two? Mm-hmm. Um, because I have going, I have been going and drinking my fancier stuff lately in quarantine. Um, and I, I there's one that's been dogging me and I love this pour so much but i have a feeling i might never have another bottle of it again and i might if i really try hard Um, but the lot 40 cast strength um i've been sipping a little bit here and there from cole brought some to boise and i can't oh yeah we gotta drink that that's one of my favorite ones i'm looking forward to this weekend so good yeah and so yeah lot 40 cast so when we phrase it people would obviously choose buying between ours but I hope it fits the scenario. Best you know, what, I'm people. fine losing. I've been on yeah. a little bit of a win streak. As I think, reported. I won last week. Well, at least last I, week I have won like more than I've expected to win. Yeah, so that's let true. me put it that way. So okay, I, cool. I, 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 you can win a couple, and yeah, I won't get too I haven't sad. been calling out the EH Taylors too much, so I don't win <laughs> every time anymore. Um, yeah, but that's what I would go with. A uh, lot forty cask. It was the twelve year. It was the first release. So good. So candy. Well, I think. That, I mean, that kind of fits in with everything. Where it's like mm-hmm. you know. You're not taking making as many runs to the liquor yeah. store. You're not, yeah, you know, that's for sure. Seeing people enough to where you're kind of wheeling and dealing and mm-hmm. making trades. So yeah, it's one of those ones where it's like you probably wouldn't have drank drank it that yeah. as quickly as you have for sure. But you're there, so yeah. Man, well, that's a that's a good episode. I wonder how we're doing on time. I don't know. We're doing great on time. Uh-oh, I like the we uh, 45 to 55 range, and we're right between that. We're Perfect. 50 minutes. Cole's happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I hope you're happy, listeners. Yeah. I hope that uh, you had a good time and enjoyed our movie talk for the first time ever. I hope that maybe you uh, give Sylvester Stallone another another, another look. Yeah. Give him yeah. another chance. Give him a chance on one of the series he's he's done. The series is. is, is I hope uh, if the situation arises, you can re-entry on your bu- re re-entry buzz. Get your re-entry buzz on. Yeah. But most of all, I hope Cole gets a nap here. Yeah. Second most of all, listeners, I hope our love of spirits, spirits <laughs> lifted yours.